should know that we're not trained experts on the things we say about. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so sorry. I totally was like, oh, I have like 10 minutes and I lost track of time. You have negative four minutes. I know. I'm Laura. It's okay. Person. How's the sound? Is my sound okay right now? Yes. Okay, good. I guess I just have to have this microphone turned all the way down, which makes absolutely no sense to me because it would you'd think there'd be no sound coming through it then. So that is anyway. typically how turning things down works. I'm learning. I'm learning every day. How are you today? I'm okay. Happy New Year. Is it too late to say happy new year? Never too late to say Seven. something that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's the seventh. I think maybe you have a three, four day window where it's okay to say happy new year. And then after that, it's like, whatever, but uh, <laughs> your already sucks. So yeah, well. um, I just want to like some tying up of loose ends, um, embrace yourself stuff. Um, I just want to thank our listeners. We had an increase yeah. in listenership last year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, It'd be awesome to keep it going. Um, tell a friend about the show if you like what we do. Post a share a link on whatever your social media is. Um, send us a note and embrace yourself six nine four two zero at gmail.com. Um, yep, sixty nine four twenty. If you know what's up. Uh, <laughs> do you know uh, what's up? Yeah, and then also I just wanted to. Um, you know, it's great to see you. We've been doing this since 2019. Does that sound wrong? It sounds wrong. It sounds wrong, but it's not. It's not. And that's so crazy because this, uh, this, these years have seemingly been compressed into like the span of maybe one or two years, it seems like. Um, oh. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so these 30 episodes have spanned kind of a long time. This is our 30th episode of Embrace Yourself. Um, we're safe. We're warm. Yep. We know where our next meal is coming from. We've marked ourselves safe in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. On Facebook, obviously. So New um, Year's Eve, I, I gotta know what kind of crazy plans, what kind of nutty thing did you do, Sunil? On for New Year's? Yeah. Oh, absolutely zero. I did nothing whatsoever. I was asleep by 9.30, dude. Wow. Okay, yeah. So I'm a party animal then because I was asleep at 11. Ooh, wow. No, like I just, man, like, you know, what are you going to do? I saw some people for Christmas, um, New Year's. I just did whatever. Like I, I've never cared that much about New Year's Eve even when I was that young, it's just, it seemed like too much like pressure on a single day. I also agree with that. And then six years ago, I think it was six years ago. Now my dad died on new year's day. So oh. a damper on my interest. Yeah, in I didn't actually remember that. I'm sorry that that's what that, that was the actual day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it really kind of, Number one, at least gave me an extremely good excuse to never do anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Free card. Thanks, Dad. But I mean, it's kind of nice for an introvert to get a get. A... Uh oh, I lost your sounds, Neil. Oh, you did. Turn your microwave all the way up. Am I gone? You're back. Okay. No, I was like, it's really nice for an introvert to have get an out of uh, jail card like that. Uh, 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 and I was like, what the hell? But oh. now. I it's okay. All right. Because <laughs> now 
when you do the robot, I think things are getting fucked up. So I won't do it anymore. I promise. But I did say to you, I don't know if you heard me. Is your microwave turned up? That's oh. not. A- <laughs> I hope it makes it to the recording because I didn't hear it. Well, um, yeah. I'm opening a lady water. Listen. Wow. And I do this up for a reason because I want to take us back. Just like I said, some show uh, loose end year end loose end tying. Um, I want to go back to our show about motivation. Okay. And not really about the motivation part, but about the ladder boombox guy part. (laughs) Um, So I got some inquiries about, hey, what happened with that? So some stuff did happen with that. I'm going to make it a very short story here. Um, Let's just say some questions were asked. Some words were exchanged. um, (laughs) Some in an online format, some in a yelling at me over the fence format. Um, he had some very loud, um, not that interesting, but very loud words, you know, about his body and his choices. Um, let's just say probably his research was, you know, done via Joe Rogan or a Joe Rogan-esque facsimile type of character. I did get a nice fuller picture of who my neighbor is now. Okay. Um, a very cool guy. Um, you know, I got to see his alpha male kind of tough guy posturing. Um, but uh, I just wanted to share the funniest part of all of the exchanges to me was um, about Lady Water. Um, so we're, we're talking and he, in, a, in a failed attempt at like what aboutism, he's trying to criticize my beverage choices on the patio so he says i hear you opening cans of pop every day how much do you really care about your health and he spells here h-e-r-e i hear you this is a message he sent to you yeah jesus christ and i said it's Lacroix water and then he says so then it just proves you're a pussy drinking fruit flavored water you should have written back in all caps. That's lady water to you. Right. And I just found it so like, obviously he doesn't know that our show is brought to us by lady water, but yeah. it essentially fuels my life. And the fact that we call it lady water and the fact that he thinks that calling me a pussy for drinking fruit flavored water is like the right way to get me is so funny to me. Yeah, he he doesn't get you to nail I think is pretty safe to say it's also crazy like so I fucking live in like the gayest town in the county yeah. and like bought my home from a gay couple who I know oh, I came to a party at this house oh, wow in 2011 before wow. I ever thought about owning this house oh that's so, so funny. yeah crazy right so I mean you can still live in Ferndale and live next to like a bottomless pit of ignorance. It doesn't like you can try to choose like where you go based on like, Hey, I think this will be a nice place for me. It's like, ah, oops. You like, think- I, like I give the olds a pass. Like there's some olds with trucks with like Trump stickers on them, but <laughs> this guy's like younger than me. And it's just like, Oh, I, Jesus Christ, we're fucked. 
Yeah. But you do still have to live next door to him. So it's always something to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't want to see anything happen to you because he's an idiot. Yeah, no, I understand. And, you know, there's been no interaction, obviously. So did I tell you about my neighbor on, on New Year's Eve? I don't think so. Okay. We have a neighbor. He's not directly next door to us. Um, you've only been in my house a couple of times. Have, no, wait, you haven't. I been haven't. Here. No, no, I have been to it. Just not redone. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, these people, they don't live next door to us. They live a little ways down. Nonetheless, if I look out my front window, I can see their backyard, like kitty corner to my front yard, basically. And the guy who lives there is kind of a weird dude. Um, he's like, I don't know, like a vanilla ice was actually like a hard ass, <laughs> you know, like people <laughs> have like, you know, cred of any kind. <laughs> There's, I definitely think some weird stuff going on there, including probably some drug use. Um, Jane, I would say nothing th- wrong with that. Nothing wrong with drug use. Well, yeah, unless it's like a lot of meth and you can't keep your shit together, then it's a little bit of a problem. Okay. And that's kind of what we're dealing with here. At any rate, a few months ago, Jane was like, do you hear them leaf blowing? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, they're leaf blowing all of the time. And I was like, no, that can't be true. She's like, no, I mean it. Like I, they will do it for hours, but I am so, you know, just tune stuff like that out. You hear a leaf blower and you're like, oh, neighbors, whatever. I didn't think, oh, this must be the same neighbor doing it over and over again. Any rate, I thought that was kind of weird, but then I never heard it happen. So I let it go. New Year's Eve, dark out. I look outside. It's also snowing. I don't remember if you noticed. Remember on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Snowing, dark out. (laughs) Our neighbor is grilling in his backyard and the flames are like a foot off the grill. So I don't know what the (laughs) illuminating his backyard. Yeah. Just something over it. So he's cooking something. And there's meat, obviously. Hey, Jane, the the neighbor's barbecuing. She's like, what the fuck? Then, I don't know, an hour later, Keep in mind, dark out, snowing. We hear a leaf blower. Um, Jane's like, oh my God, he's leaf blowing. We look outside. He has a leaf blower and a flashlight and he's going up and down the side of his house. No fucking idea. I've been trying so hard to come up with literally anything that this could be and I can't. Yeah, I can't either. That's insane. That's so crazy. So wait, is dark snowing? He's out there with a flashlight looking for leaves to blow or is he just blowing nothing at this point because he's already done the leaf blowing? Well, and that's what Jane said when we talked about it originally. She's like, there's no leaves on there. And if there were, I mean, the front yard is a normal, modest sized front yard. It's not like they have acres that they need to leaf blow, you know? So I doubt there was any leaves at all, let alone one of my was like, oh, I've seen people use those to move snow. I'm like, there was not enough snow. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's the worst way to move snow, but like, fine. <laughs> like, If any of our um, listeners have a neighbor who leaf blows for hours at a time, who barbecues in the dark when it's snowing, or who rides his BMX bike up and down the street, sometimes screaming at a woman, bitch, hurry up and throwing it to the ground, then maybe let us know because you might... We might even have the same neighbor, but at least you might be able to provide some insight into mine. I was. <laughs> Bitch, hurry up. Yeah. He, I mean, to the bike. No, to the woman. Oh. To, I, this woman, I believe, lives a few streets away from us because 
twice when I've seen them in altercations, once was at his house and once was not at his house. And I was like, oh, there's our neighbor screaming at a lady in that front yard. And I got the impression that it was the same woman. So I think it's his girlfriend or something. Okay, but he was on his bike. He brought his bike. Yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. He had his bike in the front yard and she was in the house. This was actually at her house and he was screaming, bitch, hurry up. This I, was I think it's hilarious if he were to be screaming at his bike, bitch, hurry up, because he's he's like so on drugs that he's unaware that he controls the bike, that the bike is not like... I can't, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but what a relief. That's not, that's not what he's doing. (laughs) It's so much funnier though. Anyway, happy new year. Happy new year to you. Yeah. So I'm not going to call him any names or send him any messages. I can assure you, but I am curiously trying to figure out what's going on without being super nosy. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I nosy, but because I'm so confused. (laughs) I mean, you know, you like puzzles. You got to get to the bottom of it. Well, I mean, all of this with my neighbor started with like me just trying to get like information. It was just like, did you have COVID? Was was I somewhat exposed to it from your window? Because what the fuck? Uh, And then, I mean, uh, there's comedy here, though. It's pretty good. (laughs) I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It's making me laugh. Yeah. Um, Seriously, though, if any of our listeners want to send us an email, we will read it on the air. And I actually have one here from a listener that was sent in really recently. And it just says, is this the right address? That's it. So I don't know. Try a little harder. Do a little better. You did have the right address. Tell us what you're thinking. That was really, I don't know. You shy? Was that a real one? It's a Nigerian prince. Okay. (laughs) Neil, I have never checked our email account. I know, I know. I was like, maybe on the off chance you checked it and deleted it. Nope. It was, <sighs> a, it was a lie to get you. And I did. You got me. I mean. Here, wait, that's April Fool's. Anyway. Well, I'm a pussy. So it makes sense that you got me. <laughs> It's just, you got me. Um, so basically, uh, oh, another motivation type question. I just read, this is the last thing and then we can move forward into the 20, whatever the fuck, wherever we are. Um, so I, I have a friend who paid their child $6 to take a shower. Wow. So what do you think about that? Well, motivation is everything to get people to do behavior that you, they do not want to do. And my, this is the type of thing where you could either literally have a fucking screaming match with your kid every time they need to be washed or have them get $6 every time they take a shower obligingly. That sounds like a pretty good deal, but I coming from a place where one of my younger siblings did not like to take showers and this was my experience was it was just a knockdown drag out screaming match to try to get him to bathe himself. And in fact, um, more than once after the screaming match, he would go into the bathroom, turn the shower on and then just stand in the bathroom for 15 minutes or so. So that my parents would think he had taken one. So basically as much effort as it would have taken to just do it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I'm like, man, maybe they should have offered him six bucks. I think that actually is way better. So I kind of, I don't mind that unless the kid would have 
happily taken a shower anyway, then that's no, kind of no, no. It's not like, oh, you did your favorite activity. Here's some payment as well. It's not like universal basic income or anything. In the deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's reasonable. I don't know, man. I, it just so, it's so detached from the way I grew up that like, it's, I would never have been bribed with cash to do anything that my parents wanted me to do. It was just like fucking do it or else, you know? Yeah, but also though, it's not really a bribe if you don't get the money unless you take a shower, you know? So you're being paid to take a shower. So right, you- okay, okay, okay. But is it cool to pay? Like, it's so crazy. It's like, I don't know, man. I was on the fence about it, but I guess I see your point if you don't want to go, but it's like also lazy or are they not like learning that they should take a shower? I. It's so many things. I don't know. It made me feel things. They're disgusting. They do not like to wash themselves. Actually, my niece, um, Ama, who I just met for the very first time over Christmas, which was wonderful. She's almost two years old. She's adorable. I literally didn't meet her until right now, which is pretty cool. Thanks, pandemic, that I didn't meet my niece until she was almost two. But my sister has been doing a really good job of like showing her pictures and stories about family members. So she was pretty familiar with all of us when she got there, which was cool. But my sister sent us a message shortly after they got back to Pennsylvania after the holidays. And she was like, Ama hates to have her face washed. And she was having a little fit. And so I said to her, you know, Aunt Jane and Aunt Laura washed their face. And she said that Ama stopped crying, immediately picked up a washcloth and started to wash her face. And then like, wow, job. And so she's she's like, so I'm might need you to make a video of you washing your face so I can show it to her. And so we did. Jane and I made a video and we even put a soundtrack to it, which I mean, literally had a song playing, but it was a oh, song. That's so cute. The song Rebel Girl by Bikini Kill. Nice. Mama loves this song. Jane's the one who introduced it to her. She calls it Jane's song. Anyway, so we had Rebel Girl playing. We're washing our faces and Ama ate it up. And now it's just like washing her face. So, you know, <laughs> she found the right motivator. Christine was like, your aunts who you think are cool, even though you're not right, are, are face washers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Jane, when she met her, she just kept going. Wait, what do you mean? Even though you're not right. <laughs> She's so right. <laughs> I think Jane's pretty cool, but I'm yeah. not. You're the fucking raddest, coolest motherfucker I've ever met. That's what I was doing. I was, I was fishing for some compliments that included swear words. So thank you. Um, or, fucking welcome i don't consider myself cool but i also do not give a shit which i actually think is the coolest thing you can do is not care what other people think and just yeah. like do things that are happy for Agreed. you you feel good um lord knows there are too many people who literally if you're like what do you really like would probably not be able to answer that question no. they'd be like um society says to like this and to do this so that's what i do you know when then they're like why am i so unfulfilled and sad yeah. um they, so yeah, motivation. Sometimes it's a video of your aunts washing their own faces. Sometimes, sometimes it's $6. $6. Yeah, sometimes it's just six bucks. Yep. I'll do anything for six bucks. <laughs> give it to me. Yeah. But yeah, I'd much rather have had my parents give my brother money than to have to like listen to and watch their all out like, you know, like standoffs about bathing. It was and then, like the shower dupe, <laughs> like where you're just standing there wasting water. Yes. And he would come out wrapped in a towel, holding not wet a- at all, not at all. And I was like, you could have fucking at least like put water in your hair, you moron like that yeah. would have been from the sink even. 
you could tell he was like, ha ha ha. And like my parents, of course, saw immediately, like, you're not really. Uh, I don't yeah, think a shower happened here. Yeah. But then also like, I mean, when you say like, that's not how you grew up, I don't doubt that. <laughs> but I also just have a really hard time believing that our parents got a lot of stuff really right. No, 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 no. And uh, But I'm also like, are these parents, these friends of mine at the, who are parents, like, are they getting this shit right either? I don't know. Well, I, I obviously don't know either, but I will say it seems like we are, we as a society, especially humans in general, but Americans, I think in particular, are obsessed with punitive measures and yeah. they don't usually put, you know, like, reinforcements in place oh, or yeah. incentives yeah uh, i saw a, actually on netflix the other day jane and i were watching a comedian and the comedian made a joke about like how come when the cops don't ever pull you over for like a good reason to like give you a prize for doing a good job and i was like i fucking seriously think they should if they're gonna pull people over it should be like a, uh-oh was i speeding or am i getting an xbox i mean it just to me okay <laughs> but my point is like we never think about, is there a way to in- incentivize people to do the right thing? We only think, is there a way to punish them when they don't? And I just think that that is fucked. And it but makes- you've seen those fucking videos where it's like a cutesy, like, oh, it's going to we're going to pretend like we're pulling over this black man and yeah. we're going to give him fucking ice cream. And it's like, just how about you leave me alone, cop? What are you talking about? You haven't seen these YouTube videos like cops got real cute after like the Black Lives Matter uh, uh, protests where they were just like, hey, we're cool. We we play basketball with black youth in like the park and like, hey, we're pulling over a black man, but we're giving him ice cream. We're not arresting him. Thing that they did. Yeah. All over the fucking country, just like fucking asshole cops just trying to improve their image. I'm very glad I missed that trend because Jesus Christ. Because like, that's why I was shaking my head. I'm like, no, how about you just don't, don't fuck with me. I just don't mean- pull me over in this climate and give me ice cream, okay? I just mean that in this society, we do not ever consider, would there be maybe a better and easier way to do yeah. this, you know, through incentivizing and or like- No, that just made me like think of that. So I was I like- I didn't know about that or else I probably would- <laughs> You're like, hey, cops pull us over. No, I don't think cops, honestly, they should pull anyone over. I no, just think no. just, they should just stay out of our faces, really. But yeah, right. it's also not safe for them or for us. Yeah. Like a good thing for them to be doing in the first place. Yeah. Just scan someone's license plate and send them a ticket. Fuck you. Anyway, so, so oh, you, you have other motivation stuff that you wanted to talk about? No, that was all for motivation. I really kind of wanted to move on to um, 2030. Oh, yeah. The year 2030. Um, I have some things I just want to, I did a little research here. Um, I read this thing called the future timeline, futuretimeline.net. And um, I think it's written by like British people, but it, you know, they still trustworthy somehow. Okay. Still, they're still okay. Yeah. I mean, never trust trust an Englishman is our slogan here, but in this case, they get a pass. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, cause I just wanted to think of, it's not good stuff happening. We can start with some light fare here. Um, so I'm pretty sure your job will still exist in 2030. Like dogs will still need training. That'll still, but here's some weird fucking emerging job titles of 2030. Um, 
body part maker. Oh, hmm. Okay. That could happen, right? I feel like they're going to be called something fancier, though. They just listed as body part maker. Right. Like appendage growth administrator or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Climate change reversal specialist. Definitely. Yeah. I don't yeah. doubt. It's going to be a job that is thankless and uh, probably doesn't do a whole lot. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I bet it'll be environmental theater anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Memory augmentation surgeon. What? Do you think by 2030, people will be getting their memories augmented? So 2030 is eternal sunshine for the spotless mind. So according to these Englishmen. Eternal sunshine for the spotless mind. Am I getting the title of that movie right? It's something like that. Yeah. No, I think you are. I think you're right. Oh, I did get it right. Okay. Eternal mind of the spotless sunshine, right? That's spotless sunshine in my mind. That's mind new. eternal spotless sunshine. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey is my God. I can't remember. Carrie James. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. There's, there's a really good um, Lata Meshkashgar song in that movie. Who's that? Who's Lata Meshkashgar? Um, in that movie, there's a scene where Mark Ruffalo's character is like jumping up. Oh, Lata Mangeshkar. Yes. Yeah, she's okay. Um, on the soundtrack. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. My parents would be down. It's, I was really excited that it was on the soundtrack. It's actually one of the reasons I watched the movie. And I was kind of bummed that I was like, oh, this is literally playing quietly in the background while someone's jumping on the bed in their underwear. Like, <laughs> like it's not, this song does not play an integral role in the movie, but it's still no, fun. no. Damn, it's a let good. The, let the Mangeshka does not come into, come into the hotel room or whatever and jump up and down with them or. Is she dead? She's probably dead. No, she's not. Neither is I. They're both still alive, but I am so freaked out about them dying. Like, it didn't occur to me until fairly recently. Wait, who's the other person you said? Asha Bosle, her sister, oh. both the two biggest Bollywood singers that there are, and my two, literally my two favorite singers. And I'm like, God damn it, why do my two favorite singers have to be women in their 90s in India? Like, this doesn't seem like, you know, that's not good. <laughs> that's not sounding that good myself up for heartbreak <laughs> it's pretty amazing that you can get to 90 in india though That's no kidding crazy. yeah i agree i think i mean both of them seem quite healthy and seem, yeah. seem to be really well but my grandmother's lived a long time i don't despite you know poverty and whatever and growing up when they did and, and all of that it's somehow somehow you know stayed healthy um how about this job quarantine enforcer oh god fuck yeah. <laughs> And this was before, I think they update this site, but I think this was probably written before COVID. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. Now there's a bunch of virtual, virtual clutter organizer, virtual lawyer, virtual teacher. We're already kind of doing virtual teacher a lot. I don't think that, I don't know. To me, it seems weird to make a distinction between like IRL teacher and virtual teacher. Yeah, that's odd. You have oh. a virtual lawyer or an IRL <laughs> Well, then maybe, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. But virtual clutter organizer, I could see. Like, I have so many files on my cloud. Mm-hmm. I need a clutter organizer for my virtual space. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I was thinking, but that makes more sense. I was thinking, but, like, you, like, you know, holding your computer up to show them a fucking dump of a room and then them telling you, like, you know what I would do? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, or like just sending them a photo maybe would be easier. But like, <laughs> I like the laptop in front of the, the webcam method, though. I do too. <laughs> 
I meant you would hold your computer up like this and you'd be like, look at oh, this. Oh, 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 I thought you would need two laptops. No, that seems overkill, even for my like lack of techno knowledge. Yeah. And then um, another one here is new science ethicist. Okay. There's going to be a lot of new emerging sciences that need um, people to probably do ethics theater as well because a lot of the shit that's going to happen is just going to happen. Um, all right, so here we go. Um, 2030, um, global population is reaching crisis point. During the early 2000s, the world had a population of 6 billion. By 2030, another 2 billion have been born, most from poor countries. Humanity's footprint is such that it now requires the equivalent of two whole Earths to sustain itself in the long term. So that's yeah, and we talk, we've talked about um, Earth Overshoot Day in the past, and that was the day that we pass the amount of resources, like where we go above and beyond how much resources there are currently. Um, and then carbon dioxide is reaching a grim milestone of 450 parts per million. Uh, crop yields are falling by up to a third. Um, everybody is moving to urban areas, hmm. like literally everybody. Um, much of the Chinese coastline has been transformed into what is essentially a giant urban corridor. And then Turkey is apparently very urban, which I didn't realize. Oh, hmm. yeah. Like the entirety of Turkey is just like an urban landscape. Interesting. Did you have a friend who lived there? In Turkey? Yeah, am I thinking of someone else? Maybe I am. I wish I had a friend that lived in Turkey. One of my friends who I only kind of knew, but like followed on Instagram was living in Turkey for a while because they posted really pretty pictures. I don't remember who it was. Cool story, Laura. Moving on. No, it's, it's a fascinating place and it has a lot of history. And that whole Istanbul, Constantinople song is about it. And uh, yeah. what's that? knew that was the reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so i guess that's all great they're saying so there's a lot of people you know have you heard the term hopium i don't think so so it's like opium but it's hope okay. yeah Definitely. okay that makes sense um, there's a lot of hopium in these where it's like, despite the ongoing degradation of the natural world, there are encouraging signs in the areas of industry, such as now rapid migration from fossil fuels to renewable energy. It's okay. like, dude, but yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. Here's one that's interesting to the topic of our actual show. Depression is the number one global disease burden. What? What? No way. <laughs> There's no fucking way. When measured by years of life lost, depression has now overtaken heart disease to become the leading global disease burden. This includes both years lived in a state of poor health and years lost due to premature health. Principal causes of depression include debt worries, unemployment, crime, violence, especially family violence, war, environmental degradation, and disasters. The ongoing economic stagnation around the world is a major contributing factor. However, progress is being made with destigmatizing mental illness. Oh, neat. We're going to destigmatize it in 2030. 
Thankfully. Oh my gosh. Just lift the stigma. Oh my God. How fucking annoying. Meanwhile, it's the number one global disease burden. Yep. So, you know, hopefully that stigma can be lifted. Jesus goddamn Christ. I'm sorry for all those who care about, you know, like the Lord and stuff, because I clearly have said JC a million times during this episode. I really don't feel. JC. Yeah. JFC. I'm mostly just apologizing, but really what I'm saying is get over it. (laughs) Cause that's really what I mean. I don't care what you think, but anyway, thanks for listening to us. Um, Hey, did you want to talk about MRIs? (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, so what's up? Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. Did you have an MRI ever? Have you ever had one? Yeah, I have. Ha- it's the big tube, right? The and loud. You go in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, ah, 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 like and they ask you what kind of music you want. Yes, they do ask yeah. you that. Mm-hmm. So how did you, um, is it, what's wrong? Is, is, is that privy, private? It's, no, well, I mean, yeah, because it's my health, but obviously oh. I'm talking, brought it up, but uh, it's preventive, not preventative, it's a screening, I guess, for like a better way to put it, because my twin sister, Deanne, because she had breast cancer. So I have to get like a breast MRI once a year, just to be like, Hey, you got cancer in there yet? You know? Yeah. So that's what it was for. It wasn't like, Oh my gosh, something's horribly wrong with you. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad it was preventative. I am actually made a dermatologist appointment because I have a mole behind my ear. Oh, okay. That is worrying me. So good. I mean, yeah, um, it's good that you called the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like a pro to let me know what's going on. Probably a good idea. Yeah. You might, you know, you might just need to go to a hockey game though. Oh yeah. That story was so interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't know about it, apparently some girl in the stands at a hockey game as like an employee walked by noticed a weird mole on this employee. And for some reason decided to mention it to them. He went to the doctor and it was cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. If but, he had left it like a couple years, he would have been dead or something. Like it would. It was a big deal. Yeah. So I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like I don't even know. If I, even if I cared about moles, even if I was worried about moles, I don't know that I could be like, "That mole looks weird." I gotta tell that guy. Hey, hey, you, your mole. Let's talk about it. Like that's yeah, just it's so crazy because it's like they probably know about the mole, right? Like you'd you'd kind of want to back off and be like, they don't want attention drawn to their mole any more than. Especially by a stranger in a stadium. Yeah, but it's possible. Did she, she wasn't even a doctor or anything, was she? I don't know. I do get the impression that maybe she was like in school or something, in medical school. I don't fully remember or know. I thought she had some cred to be like, yeah, that looks weird. Yes, but also not lots of cred. She's very, she's definitely not like a dermatologist or like cancer specialist or anything like that no you're right i probably should just go to more sporting events where with like very open open uh no filter type of fans in the front row and then you're going to want to walk up and down the aisles really slowly kind of like be like hey huh it's right it's right here yep Yep. hey did anyone notice this yeah hey it's kind of hidden anyway health insurance i think it's a good idea go try it out probably cheaper to go to a hockey game than it is to like pay a copay at the yeah. end hey that's my lesson for january let's let's go watch more live sports and get our health checked there oh one more mri thing and then i'll be done okay. the first mris i had done 
which I was really nervous about. Cause you know, I'm like, Oh my God, do I have breast cancer? <laughs> That's fun. But I didn't know about the music thing. Okay, and yeah. women who were helping me, who were very nice were like, well, we're going to give you a, a little headphones thing and you can listen to whatever you want. And I was like, I don't know what to listen to. Cause I was too freaked out to think. And she's like, well, the last person who was in here was listening to folk music. Is that okay? I'm like, sure. I don't give a shit, whatever. I'm, you know, so they put these headphones on me and the <clears throat> starts, which is really scary. And at the same time, Tracy Chapman's back. <laughs> I'm just like, holy shit, this is not okay. Like, this is not the song I could be hearing right now. The <laughs> situation is causing me to feel like I'm going to panic. Oh, that's so good. It was not good. I think, well, so I, I think what I did was like, cause they were doing Pandora. They're just, so I was like, put on, put in REM. Uh, cause I was like, I get like a mix of like nineties alt rock, I guess. And so yeah. that ended up being fine. That was like, fine. I, I barely remember what songs even came on, but that's hilarious. <laughs> I would now request like loud, like dance music. Yeah. Or heavy metal. And honestly, because nothing covers up that plaintive no. tones of Tracy Chapman. I mean, huh? at least the eh, eh, eh would sound like part of the beat or something. If it was electronic music. Yes, that's what it's like. Maybe I can like mask it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm a little tired of talking about 2030, to be honest. So I'm going to say, how about we wrap this up? You're going to um, be more exhausted during 2030 because you'll be so depressed. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to suck. That was the main one I really wanted to bring up. Let me just list, let me list out the other things I, I had here. Yes. Much of Bangkok is abandoned due to flooding. Thank Global you. reserves of lead are running out. Yes. Stem cell pharmacies are commonplace. That makes sense. I think it should be, should be that way. Yeah. Married couples are a minority in the UK, which I That's assume nice. is also going to be the case here, unless the religious bent takes us a different direction. Who knows? Yeah. Chocolate has become a rare luxury, which is a big deal for me. That is going to happen. It's become the price of caviar. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. I'm going to have to choose one or the other. Caviar or chocolate. Now, I can't do both. Oh, what a Sophie's choice. <laughs> Service robots number a billion worldwide. Oh, okay. A lot, a lot of them in Japan because of the elderly population and other places where there's a lot of elderly um, due to global warming, Russia is a global food superpower. Fascinating. Because their land um, becomes more valuable. Because right now it's like a tundra. Yeah, but it's getting there to the point where it's like, oh, now it's, it could be like a breadbasket soon. I had not considered that. Fascinating. Yeah. Millennials are enjoying an inheritance boom. Because but of because of their parents dying, their boomers' parents dying. Uh -huh. um, but... This is one I actually did want to read a little bit here. However, it leads to greater inequality within the millennial cohort, not all of whom had parents with large sums of money or property. While for many, it arrives too late to be used during their expensive child rearing years that require a larger home. So it's like, hey, we already had our kids and family and shit. Now we got this big, dumb house that our parents left us. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Let's end there. Oh, the world's first trillionaire. Gets murdered. <laughs> Gets murdered, let's say. Gets murdered. Yeah. My Happens and then gets murdered. Yep. Yep. Hope dream. Embrace yourself, trillionaires. Yep. You're going to get murdered one day. 
<laughs> uh, well, I'm standing on an optimistic note. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, Laura. Well, this is fun. Um, I hope you get that MRI rescheduled. I, I am rescheduling it. God. Okay. Get off my back. No, I'm just right. <laughs> I want to remind you every day. Thank you. Please do. I would be really weird, but you know, maybe nice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need you to, but I'm going to reschedule it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Laura. Well, I will talk to you soon. All right. And, uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>